What must I do to be saved? And if um, you at once jumped onto a very fundamentals, such as, uh, uh, <clears throat> you'll find it in Acts 2.38, Repent, be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ, for remission of sin, you shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. You would be correct. But perhaps uh, you could cover uh, the ground better and leave a lot of questions taken care of in the process of explanation if you approach it from the standpoint that uh, we're going to talk about tonight. Now, the command of God is to each of us study to show thyself approved unto God, a workman that needeth not to be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. And so we would like to do that. We'd like to rightly divide it. And this is a command that all of us should study and read our Bibles. Again, Peter said, Be ready always to give an answer to every man that asketh you a reason for the hope that lieth in you. We ought to be able, in a good, intelligent uh, way, to explain the plan of salvation and uh, so that people are able to understand it and also to receive it. God's method in uh, establishing doctrine is found in Isaiah 28, 9 through 12. You don't take just one verse of Scripture and uh, take that and, and establish a whole uh, foundational doctrine on it. The Bible said, In the mouth of two or three witnesses, let every word be established. I was uh, helping my granddaughter today uh, get together some Scriptures that would help her in a witnessing situation that she's involved in right at the present time. Her friend uh, <clears throat> is attempting to convince her that, uh, that uh, it, it, we should pray to Mary and so on. And uh, so, uh, uh, but the Bible tells us, of course, that our answer to that is nowhere in the Bible did anyone ever pray to an individual. Nowhere. Nowhere in the Bible are we ever commanded to pray to an individual, only to God. Are we to address our prayers? And uh, we do not find any substantiation anywhere else in the good Word of God. Isaiah asked the question, Whom shall we teach doctrine? Whom shall we uh, teach wisdom? They that are weaned from milk and drawn from the breast. For precept must be upon precept. That is, uh, examples that is acted out and commands that are acted out, precept upon precept, line upon line, that, are, that is commandments, uh, here a little and there a little. And so uh, in the mouth of two or three witnesses, certainly every word should be established. Now, when we begin to explain to someone about how to be saved, first and foremost, we're safe in saying, Saving faith in the name of Jesus Christ uh, certainly go together. Uh, they have their, their place uh, together. And um, let me get uh, organized a little bit better here. Ephesians, 2nd uh, chapter, the 8th uh, <clears throat> verse says, By grace are you saved 
through faith, and that not of yourselves, not of works, lest any man should boast. It is the gift of God. And we are saved by faith. We are saved by faith. If any person feels like that their good works have saved them, there's two things that they most likely will do. If they believe that their works is actually saving them. Number one, they will boast. They'll brag about it. They'll brag about what they don't do, and they'll brag about what they do. And then the second thing that you can count on such people always doing is they feel like they have a right to judge other people, and they will judge other people. And uh, they'll look down their nose at them, and they feel like that they are in a position to judge them. Some years back, there came people to uh, stayed a while in this congregation and worshipped uh, here briefly. At first, they entered in joyfully and seemed to enjoy the service and seemed like that uh, they were happy to be here. But then they got to noticing that there were some particular things that uh, about the, on uh, uh, some of the people of the church and some things that uh, uh, were practiced that uh, they did not agree with. And immediately it made all the difference in the world. They changed from people that I noticed with their hands up worshiping God. Those hands were not up. Those hands were this way. They were folded. And their neck became stiff, and they looked about, picking the folks out that were failing in their particular expectation. They never worshiped another lick. This is something that you can count on, that uh, if a person feels like that what they are doing it will be the means of their salvation and uh, their works in itself will save them. Uh, those two things they will do. Luke, the 18th chapter, and uh, the ninth verse that he spoke uh, this parable unto those who trusted in themselves that they were righteous. And uh, that's the first mistake they made. And the second one all, always follows and despised others. People who trust in themselves that they are righteous will always despise other people because they are in the position of God and uh, they feel like that they have the, the right to bring down judgment upon other folks. Judge not, lest you be judged. For the same judgment that you meet out, it shall be measured to you again. Now that is a plain statement of the Bible. And... Uh, and you can count that it's true. It is very explicit and true. The same me measure you meet out, it will come back to you again. So it is good to know how to put our hands over our mouth and to know that we only stand by the grace of God. So in Acts the 10th chapter, uh, verse 43, to him that giveth all the prophets witness, to him giveth all the prophets witness, that through his name, whosoever believeth in him shall receive remission of sins. Now, here is a word that you, uh, we are, you will find stress tonight in our lesson. Here also is another stress that will be present in our lesson. The name of Jesus Christ and the word believing. And the word believing. There was a man in Port Arthur, Texas, that I uh, heard was reaching out with hunger toward uh, uh, greater experience with God. And so 
I had a talking relationship with him. He was a very uh, honest man, a very blunt man, and uh, he didn't mind uh, contesting you on something that he uh, didn't agree with you on. But uh, uh, we understood each other, and so uh, when we saw each other, we, uh, we had uh, some, uh, a bit of fellowship. Well, this man happened to pray a little bit too long or too much in any way on a particular Sunday night. Uh, he simply was slain under the power of God and fell out behind his pulpit. Now, this was absolutely unheard of in the church that he happened to be the pastor of, and the congregation was dreadfully shocked, and they thought that he'd had a heart attack and so on. So I heard about it, and I thought, well, now's the time to really move in on this uh, fellow and get some some truth and word into him. And so I went to his church. I tried to call him. I, uh, I could not make contact with him. So on a Tuesday night, uh, we were present at the youth meeting, and I asked the young people, I said, now I want to have some time with this man. I want to really talk to him. I feel like I should now. Uh, would you folks please pray that I'll be able to make contact with him? And so I sat on the altar, and the kids came around, laid their hands on my shoulders, and prayed. And would you know, that night, we went down the old 16th Street a few blocks to pick up a little ice cream. And uh, after we had gotten ourselves served, and I was backing my car out of the place where I had placed it. And when I looked, and I saw his car just moving in to a spot. So I immediately pulled back up where I was. I told my wife, I said, now, you pray here while I go yonder. And so uh, I went, and uh, he was placing his order. I stepped up aside and clapped him on the shoulder and began to talk. And, and uh, <clears throat> I said, uh, man, I, I, I heard about this uh, wonderful blessing that you got uh, last Sunday night. And uh, I said, I'm just, uh, I was just so thrilled and so on. Well, he was, it was an awkward situation for him, and... And uh, so I, I didn't press that and so on. So I said to him, why don't you come uh, uh, tomorrow night? And uh, well, it was Thursday night. We had uh, a, a midweek service on Thursday night. I said, why don't you come on Thursday night and preach for me? And so show you how blunt he was. And, and so he squared around and looked at me and he said, why, Q, I'm, I'm surprised at you. And uh, I said, what do you mean surprised at me? He said, how is it that you would ask an unsaved man into your pulpit? Said, uh, uh, you don't think I'm saved, and, and yet you're asking me to preach for you. Well, that was a pretty good question, wasn't it? And, but uh, I sidestepped it right quick. I, know he, I knew he would not harm the congregation any because the congregation knew what the scenario was and whatever. They would have welcomed him and uh, whatever and... and uh, so I said, uh-oh, uh-oh. I said, I know what you're thinking now. And he said, what do you think? I said, you think that we teach that you are saved by speaking in tongues. And uh, he said, well, don't you? And I said, absolutely not. And I said, well, what, what does, uh, do you think you're saved by? And I said, you're saved by believing on the Lord Jesus Christ. And he said, what? And I said, you're saved by believing on the Lord Jesus Christ. And he said, do you believe that? And I said, I most certainly do. And so we talked about that a while, and he really liked to talk about that. And then after he, we talked about it a good while, I said, but now, uh, you know, when uh, in the Bible, when people believed on the Lord Jesus Christ, 
they did certain things and they also experienced certain things in the Scripture when they believed on the Lord Jesus Christ. And uh, uh, so I began to get into that. So uh, uh, there was uh, not very much that he could say because I was on sound scriptural theological grounds and it was, uh, was absolute. By grace are you saved through faith and that not of yourselves, not of works, lest any man should boast. It is the gift of God. It is the gift of God. So uh, we thank God for the good Word of God. By grace are you saved. Luke, the uh, 15th uh, uh, chapter, 18th chapter, and uh, the... Uh, Ninth verse, uh, and so on. John, the third chapter, and uh, the fifteenth verse, uh, Jesus speaking, he said, As Moses lifted up the serpent in the wilderness, so must the Son of Man be lifted up, that whosoever believeth in him uh, might have remission of sins. That whosoever believeth in him should have remission of sins. And then again, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life. Verse 17, For God uh, sent not his Son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. And this is the condemnation, that men love darkness rather than light, because their deeds are evil. Verse 18, he, believed, he that believeth not upon the only begotten Son of God shall not see life, but the wrath of God abides upon him. That is, if a, a person has not given their life to Jesus and their face is not turned to him, and they have not, as, as we shall see here in the Scripture, uh, believed upon Jesus. What does the Bible say? The Bible said the wrath of God abides upon the unsaved person. Now, sometimes people want to take it, oh, it don't matter, you know, save, lost, whatever, and so on, and so on. But according to the good Word of God, it does make a difference. Saved is a Bible word. Lost is a Bible word. And you're either saved or you're lost, according to the Bible. And uh, that is the way it goes. The wrath of God, the Bible tells us, abides upon him. This is the condemnation that, that light came and men loved darkness rather than light because their deeds were evil. The Bible teaches clearly that, uh, that we are saved. Uh, we are saved by faith. Also, uh, uh, the Bible teaches that, uh, uh, that God would respond to our faith. That when we have faith in Him, that we could expect a ready response from God. Things happen when you believe in God. It's not just shaking the hand of a preacher or signing a card that signifies the fact that you believe upon the Lord Jesus Christ. There are certain things that happen when you believe on the Lord Jesus Christ. And uh, we shall uh, get into that. Jesus taught that God would respond to our faith. John, the seventh chapter, verse 38 through 39. This is what Jesus himself said. He that believeth upon me, as the Scripture has said, out of his innermost being shall flow rivers of living water. And thus spake he of the Spirit, whom they that believe upon him should receive. Jesus Christ said, when people believed upon him 
as the Scripture has said, that there would be a Holy Ghost experience, that out of their innermost beings that there would flow rivers of living water, and thus spake he of the Holy Ghost. With sincerity tonight, I bring Scripture to you. I, we, we come from the good, solid Word of God. And if I am not uh, correct in, in the presentation of Scripture in right uh, sequence, then let, uh, let me uh, be judged and let me be condemned. But it is extremely important that we understand what the Bible says. Extremely important. Believers in the New Testament uh, uh, <clears throat> receive the Spirit when they believe. The believers in the New Testament, when they believe, they receive the Spirit. Jesus said they would, and did they? Yes. Can I give Scripture? Yes. Because uh, the Bible is true. It doesn't say one thing that it never happens. It never happens that way. You can depend upon what the Bible said. You can depend upon it. Mark, the 16th chapter, verse 16 through 18 said, He that believeth and is baptized shall be saved. He that believeth not shall be damned. And these signs shall follow them that believe. In my name shall they cast out devils, and they shall speak with new tongues. He's speaking about spiritual empowerment that would come into the life of a person who believed upon the Lord Jesus Christ. Another thing that would happen when they believed upon the Lord Jesus Christ was, according to the plain statement of Jesus, that uh, they would be baptized. He that believeth and is baptized. This is a, a following sequence of uh, a person's faith in God, that baptism will be connected with it. First, we have the response of God uh, to a person's uh, faith and that is the baptism of the Holy Ghost. Also, there should be a response of the individual uh, the, to uh, faith or to what God does, and that is that he responds by baptism, and he is baptized. That is what the individual does. And uh, what God does is the baptism of the Spirit. Baptism in water, uh, the individual's choice is involved. Baptism of the Spirit, this is God getting involved and coming down and making himself uh, manifest at that particular time. There's wonderful things happening today. It's, I am so tremendously excited about the future. I uh, received the baptism of the Holy Ghost in the year of 1937. We, uh, we, uh, we had persecution and uh, uh, my... My half-brother helped burn the first uh, Pente Pentecostal church down that was built in Noble, Louisiana. And uh, so when our immediate family came into the Pentecostal apostolic experience, there were people in our family who never, never, never again spoke to us, not till their dying day. And because we had uh, uh, brought disgrace upon uh, my dad's ministry and upon the life and uh, uh, so on the family. But if someone had told me then that <clears throat> the church had, would grow to the dimension that it is now and uh, that things would be happening that's happening now, I could not have believed them. I just read a letter today from our general superintendent, Brother uh, Kenneth Haney, giving a report on a, uh, a great crusade. I suppose this particular crusade 
uh, under the auspice of the United Pentecostal Church, uh, would be classed as the greatest religious crusade that the world has ever known. There was uh, filled with the Holy Ghost in a, a matter of two or three days, not longer than three days. During that uh, time, there was 114,000 people who were baptized with the Holy Ghost and who spoke with tongues. 114,000. Now, that is just a matter of days ago you're sitting here. And, uh, and now, that is not just a guess at that. Every one of those people who were given a number in the count, one, two, three, there's a name beside that number. And the pastor's signature is affixed to verify the fact that this person did receive the baptism of the Holy Ghost. It's located in this particular church, and I witness to the fact that they did receive the baptism of the Holy Ghost. While these 114,000 were receiving the Holy Ghost, uh, Jason, they had a youth meeting going, and in that youth meeting there were 30,000 young people at the same time who received the baptism of the Holy Ghost with the evidence of speaking in other tongues. Now, we're not talking about something that's in the process of dwindling away. We are talking about escalating uh, good things that are happening and as we move on into the future. I chaired a meeting last uh, Monday, Tuesday, and, uh, and Wednesday that uh, had to do with the uh, securing the service of, uh, of full-time uh, people for the ministry. Uh, young men, young women, and, uh, and others also, if uh, they could acknowledge a call. So, to us is given the, the uh, problem. We, the, the superintendent says, I want no less than 1,000 uh, people uh, per year that will step forward and give themselves to full-time Christian service and the preaching the gospel. No less than 1,000 per year. Today, I read a statement coming from our home mission department and the brother Jack Cunningham said in his letter to me, he said, we believe and we are reaching forward with great faith, believing that beginning this year, that there will be added every year to the fellowship 1,000 new churches a year. Amen. Praise God. I am talking tonight about something that is as solid as the Bible, which is more solid than gold itself. Praise God. That you can count upon it. If my people, which are called by my name, will humble themselves and pray and seek my face, I and turn from their wicked way, then will I hear from heaven. I will forgive their, their sins. And uh, this is the Word of God. We can trust it. We can depend upon it. Yes, sir. That's the 10th chapter, verse uh, 43. To him gave all the prophets witness that through his name that whosoever believeth in him shall receive remission of sins. And when Peter spoke these words, the Bible tells us, and while Peter yet spoke those words, uh, whoever believes upon him 
shall receive remission of sins. Incidentally, believing and baptism go together. You cannot separate believing and baptism. They, they are one and the same. He that believeth and is baptized shall be saved, and so on. So again, the Scripture speaks and says, And while Peter yet spake these words, the Holy Ghost fell upon all of them which heard the word. And they of the circumcision, as many as came with Peter, were astonished that because upon the Gentiles also was poured out the gift of the Holy Ghost. For they heard them speak with tongues. Amen. These signs shall follow them that believe. In my name shall they cast out devils. They shall speak with new tongues. And uh, so there is a response of God that comes by believing. How are we saved? We are saved by grace through faith. We are saved by believing on the Lord Jesus Christ. The Bible way, the Bible definition, and with Bible results. Don't take something that has no Bible results. In the mouth of, the mouth of two or three witnesses, let every word be established. Can you find it in the book? Can you put your finger on it and say it happened there, and it happened here, and it happened here, and therefore we can accept it and we can believe it? Praise God. Woo! Now, that's not nearly right. It's right. Praise God. That's right. And so the Holy Ghost came. Uh, and later, a later account, when Peter got back to Jerusalem and he uh, was explaining the situation to the apostles which were at Jerusalem, he, his explanation was this. He said, For as much then as God gave them the like gift as he did unto us. Listen to this. Who believed upon the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. That is the good word of God. Amen. Gave them the like gift as well as us who believed upon the Lord Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Let's worship God. Praise God. Oh, hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. 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 The Holy Ghost came when they believed. The believers in the New Testament were baptized, and not only with the Holy Ghost, but believers in the New Testament were baptized also in water. Water and Spirit. These two things uh, go together, and we will bring that up here in just a bit. In the mouth of two or three witnesses, let every word be established. This uh, second thing happened. Uh, when people believed. First thing was uh, people believed they received the Holy Ghost. Second thing that happens is uh, <clears throat> when people believe they're baptized. John uh, witnesses to that. Luke chapter 3, verse 3. And he came into all the country round about Jordan, preaching baptism uh, of repentance for the remission of sins. He, he preached baptism of repentance for remission of sins, or removal of sins. There are people today who do not preach baptism for remission of sins. They, they say, well, it is, uh, it is a confession of faith. It is, uh, uh, 
it is admittance into the church, uh, and so on. There are some churches that are harder to get into than, the, than heaven itself because they will say you can get to heaven without baptism, but you can't get into that church without baptism, and, and so on. But John the Baptist came, and he, he, he preached uh, repentance, baptism, for remission of sins. He preached it for remission of sins. Baptism was for remission of sins. That is Luke chapter 3, verse 3. Jesus, Matthew three fifteen. So when he came and he said, John, I want you to baptize me. And he says, I, I have need to be baptized of you. And Jesus said, Matthew 3.15, Suffer it to be so now to fulfill all righteousness. Uh, go ahead and baptize me and do it now. Suffer it to be so now. Why? So that all righteousness will be fulfilled. The inference is, if there is the absence of baptism, all of righteousness is not fulfilled. And, uh, and so, uh, this uh, uh, he asked for. So, suffer it to be so now, to fulfill all uh, righteousness. So, that particular pattern is repeated. And uh, Acts, the uh, uh, 11th chapter, verse uh, 15 uh, In Cornelius' house, Peter, is. we have already stated, made mention to the apostles that they, these people received the Holy Ghost as well as we who believed on the Lord Jesus Christ. And Acts, the 10th chapter, verse 47 48, uh, when the people at Cornelius' house had received the baptism of the Holy Ghost, uh, Peter had this to say, Can... Any man forbid water, that these should not be baptized, as well as we, we are Jews, they are Gentiles. But now the big difference was this, uh, that, that these are Gentiles, these are Jews. But this right here is, uh, unlocks the door. Who have received the Holy Ghost as well as we. And uh, since we have uh, received the Holy Ghost and they have received the Holy Ghost, he commanded them, he didn't suggest it would be a good idea, uh, didn't uh, infer that, uh, that it might be well. He commanded them to be baptized in the name of the Lord. What is the name of the Lord? When Paul fell upon the Damascus road and he looked up into heaven and saw Jesus, and uh, he said, Who art thou, Lord? That was down inside of him, it had been bothering him. Is he really the Lord? And the Lord said, I am Jesus whom thou persecuted. The Lord said, I am Jesus. So when he said to be baptized in the name of the Lord, well, uh, uh, he was saying that they were to be baptized in the name of Jesus. Acts the 8th chapter, verse 12, gives an a, a opening there of the revival in Samaria. And when they believed Philip, preaching the things concerning the kingdom of God, and that wasn't all that Philip preached. The, the Scripture goes ahead to say the, the things concerning the kingdom of God and the name of Jesus Christ. This was an apostolic preaching at that time. This was uh, what was uh, taught uh, to new converts. 
they were baptized, both men and women. And so later Peter and John came and laid hands upon them that they might receive the Holy Ghost, uh, for they had been baptized, verse 16, in the name of the Lord Jesus. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Ephesus, Acts uh, 19. Uh, here is the beginning of a church in Ephesus. Acts uh, 19 and uh, verse uh, uh, two. Did you receive the Holy Ghost uh, in the revised uh, uh, version, perhaps in the margin of your Bible? Did you receive the Holy Ghost when you believed? Now, if they had not received the Holy Ghost, the Apostle Paul knew that they had not believed. Because uh, he that believeth upon me, as the Scripture has said, out of his innermost being shall flow rivers of living water. And so they said uh, unto him, Nay, we have not so much as heard whether the Holy Ghost be yet given. And verse 4, uh, saying, he said unto the people that they should believe upon him. So he, he comes to this believing again, which uh, should come after him. John uh, truly baptized with water, but he said you should believe upon him which should come after him which is on Christ Jesus. And so when he taught them that, verse 5, they were baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus. Hey, hey, hey! I'm telling you that believing upon the Lord Jesus Christ and being baptized in His name, it goes together. It, uh, it harmonizes. Whew! We're talking about the truth tonight, folks. Amen. Talking about the truth tonight. Thank you, Jesus. I believe that stuff. Praise God. I took my two boys back to the old country, pulled up beside the old, old uh, home economic cottage on the high school campus, the Wally, Louisiana. I said, if we go over here and look at in the, on what brick, you're going to find some of my hair, I think, in that brick. Because I was beaten for the gospel's sake there. And my clothes were torn off the upper part of my body. And uh, I thought they were going to kill me. They banged my head against that wall there until I was barely conscious when they dropped me upon that cool concrete floor. And I was vomiting. And the blood was coming out of my mouth and out of my nose. And... Uh, and uh, why? Because of what I'm talking about tonight. Amen. I believed it then. I believe it now. Praise God. Hallelujah. Praise God. Let's worship the Lord. Praise God. Oh, blessed Jesus. Blessed Jesus. Blessed Jesus. Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. Praise Thy precious name, Lord. Praise Thy precious name, Lord. Praise Thy precious name, Lord. Thank You, Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen. <clears throat> Verse 6 of Acts 19. Then laid He His hands upon them, and the Holy Ghost came upon them, and they spake with tongues. Amen. Line upon line. Precept upon precept. Here a little and there a little. Don't ever, ever, ever accept something to be truth 
when it's just got one little old bare, vague mention of it. And examples of how it happened, where it happened, and, and who was involved, and so on. You can stand on that. You can stand on that. Praise God. Mark the 16th chapter and the 16th verse. He that believeth and is baptized shall be saved, but he that believeth not shall be damned. He that believeth and is baptized shall be saved, but he that believeth not shall be damned. Believing and water baptism went together. Acts 2, 37 through 38. And uh, <clears throat> Now, when they heard this, they were pricked in their hearts, and they said, Men and brethren, what must we do? Then Peter said unto them, Repent, and be baptized, every one of you. Every one of you, he said. He was emphatic about it. Uh, in the name of Jesus Christ. Why? For the remission of your sins, and you shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. That was a that was a promise of God. Now, when you quote that to someone, uh, they will say this: Then you are saying that you're saved by works. Absolutely not, and uh, <clears throat> so on. Well, you do something in order to get saved. Yes, sir. You believe. That is required. Doesn't matter what your name is or where you live. You never will be saved unless you believe on the Lord Jesus Christ. And when you do, there is a, a certain response that is already in place that is supposed to be transacted by the believer, and he was to be baptized in the name of the, of the one who died for him. Yes, sir. I just want to uh, make this clarification. I don't, uh, don't ever, ever, ever... Uh, Bolt up in front of somebody and say, so-and-so went to hell, and so-and-so. Uh, you don't have any right to tell, say, who went to hell, and, and so on. You're not God. I'm not God, and I'm not a judge. And, and I have numbers of times been talking to someone, and hear the inevitable response. Oh, you mean to tell me, my precious old grandmother, <laughs> that you're telling me that I'm right? My precious grandmother that she went to hell. And when they try to put me in that kind of a corner, I, I really, I really spring on them. I say, what? Are you inferring that you, that your grandmother went to hell? You don't know where she went. You're not God. You have no right to judge your grandmother. I wouldn't do that. You couldn't pay me enough money to judge, to pass judgment on somebody. No way, no way. Don't ever say that again. Don't judge your grandmother. Amen. That's God's business. I'm a preacher. I'm not a judge. I'm supposed to do what I'm doing tonight, and that is to talk about the truth and the good Word of God. And when it gets on the other side of that, that's God's business. Amen. Could we say praise the Lord? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Thank you, Jesus. And they were they that glad to receive his word were baptized, and there was added to the church uh, daily such as should be saved, and about three thousand souls. And um, so Acts eight chapter verse thirty six through uh, 
for dying. Acts, the uh, 8th chapter, verse 36 through 38. So uh, Philip went to Samaria, and he preached Christ to them. God said, get out of here and go down to, uh, to Gaza. So he went down to Gaza and ran into the Ethiopian eunuch. And uh, he ran along beside the chariot and heard the eunuch uh, uh, reading from the book of Isaiah. And so he came up into the, the chariot. He said, uh, do, does, do you understand what you're reading? He said, how can I? Except some man explains it. So he began right at the same spot where the prophet was talking about Jesus Christ, and he preached Christ unto him. Now, stay with me right here now. He preached Christ unto him. The preaching of Christ in those days involved being baptized in water. And so we see that by the eunuch saying, See, here's water. What does hinder me uh, from being baptized? And so stop the... Uh, chariot, got out, and both went down into the water, and they came up out of the water. And Philip, he said, If thou believest with all thy heart, thou mayest. And he answered and said, I believe. And they went down into the water, both Philip and the eunuch, and he baptized him. He baptized him. Water baptism in is man's response of faith, as we have uh, already uh, ascertained here tonight. Spirit baptism is God's response to our faith. It's a response of humanity, the response of God, and both reaching toward the other. Both reaching toward the other. Okay. Now, folks, one thing that in this uh, willful uh, spoiled world that we live in today. Like the beautiful girl told me long ago in Port Arthur when I was attempting to witness to her, her flippant response to me was, religion, she said, is all right, but when I get religion, I want the kind that doesn't hinder me from doing the things that I want to do. Isn't that something? That... Uh, by all means, we don't want any hindrance to what we want to do, and um, so on. Well, my wife and myself, this uh, coming uh, uh, August the uh, 20th, we'll have been married 58 years. That marriage has been a tremendous hindrance to that woman. And... Uh, <clears throat> This marriage has been a big hindrance to this fellow, too. And it has at times hindered me from doing the things I wanted to do. And talk to anybody that's been married very long and ask them the question, have you ever been hindered from doing some things you wanted to do? And they would tell you right off, oh, tell me about it. That's right. But then, then so what? Why put up with it? And so on simply because that there is a relationship that is built there that is precious and very important. And I have seen brethren of mine in the gospel who have lost their companion and walked through hellish paths in awful sorrow 
because that their wife mate was no longer there. So I have asked people this question. Uh, we're talking about relationship. Bondage, I never thought of it that. I, uh, but anyway, can you envision heaven, people with folks that have no relationship with Jesus Christ? They're just there. Do you have your relationship with him? I don't know, I don't know about that. I, I don't ever talk to him. I, I give him the time of day. I, I wouldn't give him anything. I haven't given him anything else. I come to think of it, and uh, there's been no give and take. Hey, hey, folks! Relationship is not a one-way street. Relationship is two-way. It's give. It's response. It's give. It's response. It's give. It's response. It's a love affair. It's communication. It's talking. It's reaching out. Amen. Not wrapped up in the narrow confines and the small ball of selfishness. Don't hinder me. Don't cross me. Don't inconvenience me. Don't do it. Don't, don't do it that way. Praise God. Could we say praise the Lord? Well, you know what? They say um, a new broom um, sweeps the cleanest, but the old broom knows where the trash is. And, uh, so, uh, <laughs> well, I guess that's a <clears throat> good place to stop. <laughs> Maybe I'll get back and finish this someday. Pick up my dime. I can stop on a dime. God bless you. Shall we stand? Hallelujah. Praise God. Praise God. One more time, let us give praise unto God. Hallelujah, hallelujah. <clears throat> glory, 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 glory. Appreciate you, Lord. We give you thanks, God. You're so great. You're so wonderful. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Glory to your precious name. Glory to your precious name. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Amen. You're dismissed in Jesus' name.